Start it up then. Good, good welcome. Good welcome. Well, we redlined. That's all right. Ouch. All right. Sorry. sorry. Turn your headphones sorry on. Yep. Sorry. Welcome to Bo Chewy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chuck. I'm Bob. I'm Huey. That was out of order. If we put that Wait. back in order, it'd be, it'd be I'm Bob. Cho Bob who? <laughs> I'm Bob. Um. No, you. <laughs> uh, our topic today: we're gonna we like doing '90s movies so much. Uh, we're gonna do the same thing with music. We're gonna do some albums from the '90s, 90s music. that uh, we liked. It was, I mean, not the. It's, it's not a conclusive list. No, it's but just like influential in our lives, right? Conclusive. Yeah, man. Uh, Very bo- influential. Yeah. Done. Way to go. So you're if, if we all don't have the same list as Bob's, basically our lists suck. Yes, that's. And Bob, <laughs> just just to preview for the audience. Um, Make sure you don't use Ace of Base all through, <laughs> all through your picks. Oh, okay? well, why the fuck are you ruining it for everybody? Already? And also for the audience, I want you guys to all figure out how to spell pussy. Pussy. Like, like as no, in, we, we as really in the blister yeah, so is pussy. pussy. The blister but it sounds like pussy. something. This cut is pussy coming out. You know what? Just leave it. <laughs> I want everyone to try to figure out how to spell pussy and then comment. This blister is very pussy. Thank you. Use it in the form of a sentence. This blister is has is quite pussy. Is has quite pussy. Thank okay, you. from the pussy we go to our top ninety, top nineties albums. Top ninety, top nineties albums. My I'm gonna lead things off here. All right. Uh, here I'm gonna play a little clip from my first one. Okay, we're going right into it. He's he's not wasting any time. Yeah. Because he's going, going the distance. distance. Yeah, folks. He's going for speed. So, you, so, so Cake? I love Cake, man. What's the distance. What's the name of the album? Fashion Nugget. It yeah, came out in 1996. Right. It's the uh, it went, album with the uh, crown, right? Yep. It went platinum in 1997. Um, number 36 on the Billboard, 200 in 1996. Uh, it's Cake's second studio album. There's five singles from it. I Will Survive. It's a remake. Yep. Yep. Uh, the distance really that we just one. listened to. Uh, Frank Sinatra, which is another one of my favorites off well, the album. Frank's perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. And you know friend is a four-letter word. All I, I can listen to this album back to front, forward to back, upside and downways all the time. Where? So can I ask you so, like a contextual question? Where were you? Do you remember when you first heard this? Did you listen to this album through the, through the whole works, or did you get introduced to this by the music videos? Uh, I think uh, the distance. Okay. This is, uh, was the main song off this that got me same, into this. Same here. I saw the video for The Distance. Yeah, I mean, th- that's where I yep. remember it. I and I will it right survive. Yep. And I think I, when I saw, I saw the video for The Distance and I loved it. Yeah. And then I saw the video for I Will Survive. It's like, I must get this album now. Yeah. Plus, my cousins at the time, they were uh, into this album. And I hung out with them a lot. And we listened to it all the time, man. We can still listen to it all the way. Sing it note for note oh. all the way. We've done that before, me yes, and you, have. Chuck. Can you, what, what year was it? 1996. Okay, so so CDs were established, well established by yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, and this is uh, like that actually leads to a good podcast topic for another time. What albums you can listen to front to back, and you pretty much do. You don't skip around on the album. Right. You just listen, start it, and then that that, that would be yeah, that's like topic. the same list I got. Right that's now. a good yeah, topic. Dude, like, that's, that's pretty yeah. much what yours is. I'm sure that's a really good topic. Yeah, Fashion Nugget is one of those albums that just flows, man. Yeah, it's love got it, a great, man. It's got ups, it's got downs, and not not. I mean, just. It's just got everything. Oh, yeah. but that it's is a, a great album. It's a it's a '90s man, album, man. Like, 
You yeah. had to have that. Cake isn't a normal al- uh, no. a normal 90s band, though. If anything, they have a big band sound to them with the horn section and everything else. It, it's That isn't like, you know... Th- it's 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 a band it's a band for all it's a band for all time because they, it could fit in just about any era. I've never seen them live in concert. They're still on my list of wanting to see live. I don't, know, I don't know if they still perform or not, but I would I would go see them. The biggest thing I remember about about this album is that I always checked it on my Columbia Records uh, <laughs> list, but I never ever actually sent that damn mail order thing in. I but bought it I from on cue get it. for like seventeen ninety nine in nineteen ninety seven. I'm like. Damn, hey, what what is what, what does an album cost now? Because like you can get on iTunes a full album for like twelve ninety nine, something right? like that. They're not that expensive, ten bucks. Okay, an album and neither it's, it's not neither vibe. What a different dynamic change that is, right? No, nah, when you stream we, music, you, you don't remember, really, everything's new. I remember right? standing in line for like a Chili Peppers release, like all night till midnight with you, a couple of times. What the fuck was that? That was Chili Peppers. Oh, what, what, or was what, it Metallica? Oh, it was Metallica. Yeah, it was Metallica. <laughs> Could it probably it probably was Metallica, man. I love Metallica. And no, I just it was like, was that Red Hot Chili Peppers, or was that Metallica? Yeah, way different. Hey, either way, they're both pretty, they're both iconic. Yeah, yeah. I, I think of Fashion Nugget, man, and I I think of like I sat down. I remember just playing like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, like on my PlayStation One, yep. and popping in Cake Fashion Nugget, starting with Frank Sinatra, and just. All like, in our group of friends, we could play that whole album, mm-hmm. and all of us, or at least most of us, would be singing along. Uh, and one of yeah. my, and the other ones that didn't know it would still be jamming. Yeah. Sure. And one of my favorite songs, uh, that Mission Hill, I had, uh, oh, God, Italian Leather Sofa. Oh, and yeah. Their, and their theme song. Daria. Uh, Daria. Yep, there's Daria. And the, I love Italian Leather Sofa. I love uh, Stick Shifts and Safety Belts. Yep. It's a great track off that album too. Yeah. I mean, so if 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 in the nineties, if you're if you're a child of the nineties and you kind of like a jazzy kind of upbeat, kind of different, kind of spoken word almost, but it's not kind of yeah. yeah. But it's got a really good, good rhythm to it. If you it kind of is spoken word, but yeah, it's and good. Cake has passed you by. Just go ahead and grab any cake album, but Fashion it. Nuggets. Start, Fashion Nuggets is you, my favorite if, by then. If you start there, down. yeah, I I've listened to a couple. The other one um, I've listened to all the way through was the. The one with short skirt, long jacket on it. Yep. Uh, Comfort Eagle or yeah, something like Comfort that? Yeah, Comfort Eagle. And yeah. it's very good, too. Um, but Fashion I, Nuggets, uh, hands down, their best yeah. album, in my uh, opinion. If they stopped making music after Fashion Nugget, I would have been okay with it. I mean, that, that, uh, to me, that's their pinnacle. Yeah. It's it's really good. That's a good start. And, yep. of course, that's really their pinnacle because I didn't listen to anything else. Other than it's a great album. Yeah, Love it, it man. Is. I could, Dude, I've listened to that album millions of times. It has to be. Millions of times. And I'm never sick of it. That's a high order. Do you guys remember Buzzworthy videos on yep. MTV? Yep. And everybody who listens to us, for the most part, the people we know listen to us, remembers MTV. They used to play videos, and they used to have a Buzzworthy video. And what a Buzzworthy video was was a video oh, that, okay. yeah, that I remember. might, yeah. that, that this this could be a thing. Like, this could yeah, be a I thing. This. this particular band that I kind of fell in love with had a Buzzworthy video. that it, the, the song was still to this day is, is still iconic for this band it pretty much is their song um but uh that isn't what originally got me into them was that song it was actually uh uh a song like this and i'll just keep talking and we can do whatever awkward yep That 
was uh, You Make Me Feel Like a Whore <laughs> by Everclear off the album Sparkling Fade, which is the album I want to talk about. It came out in 1995. I remember. Um, Everclear, actually, the weird thing about Everclear was they put out Sparkling Fade in 1995, and the big hit single off of Sparkling Fade is what? What's Santa Monica, up? exactly. Santa Monica, yeah. Santa Monica. Absolutely. Everybody knows Santa Monica. Everybody That's knows like that the, song. Their most famous song. That was their buzzworthy hit, man. That was it. Yeah. And uh, it actually has a guitar trick. The the you make me feel like a horror is the song right in front of Santa Monica, and they have like almost the same opening riff. Okay. Um, it they Sparkling Fade didn't go platinum until. So much for the afterglow came out, which is the album that came out after. That's the one with "I Will Buy You." Yep. And you, yeah, and it is more of a poppy kind of a pop rock. It is. It's it a is. fun album. It is. It's got "I Will Buy You a New Life." It's got Father uh, every, of Mine. Yep, Father yep. of Mine. Everything. I like that song. Everything to everyone. Yep. Um, uh, it's got uh, "White Man in the" uh, yeah, "White Man in the Black Suits." Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it's called. But they were big, man. They were huge, they were huge for a little while, but Sparkling Fade didn't go platinum until after that album. The other album came out. Okay. Sparkling Fade is a com- sounds completely different than so much for the Afterglow and pretty much everything else they put out after that. It is not so much grungy, but it's a little bit more heavy. Um, it deals a lot more. Uh, whereas Sparkling F- or so much for the Afterglow talks about his childhood in a different way. Um, you know, with the of course father of mine. And all that kind of thing. This talks about addiction. Uh, it talks about a lot of other problems that lead singer Art Alexakalis had, like uh, growing up, um, in a less poppier way. It Sparkling Fate has a lot more heavy tracks to it, um, I, and they I, I really actually, never went back to that. I, I recently uh, down. I was on. An, I was on a flight for work, and I downloaded that whole album. Which one? The one you're talking about, Sparkling. Yeah, Fate. because I, I I remember listening to the second one. And the, the one after that, so much for the afternoon. yes. And uh, I thought, oh man, I should I should redownload, and I will listen to that whole thing through. Well, they released uh, World of Noise, which is their first album. The Sparkling Fade was their first album on a major label. World of Noise came out, and it's all kinds of heavy and angry. Like it really is. And Sparkling Fade is kind of that mix of both, yeah. where it's got some tracks that aren't as heavy. I mean, it, it, it's got some really good are stuff they, in it. Are they still jamming? He is. He's changed the lineup quite a bit. I I heard last time I heard I think Luke said that he had saw him and he's having trouble singing. Oh um, really? It's a shame. And most everything that he's done is, um, you know what I mean? Is he's pulled from his childhood or whatever? If you want, like, just for example, the title track to "So Much for the Afterglow" is "So Much for the Afterglow," and it sounds like. Yep, I remember this. Sounds like this, and it, I mean it picks up here in a second, and I'll just kind of. Skip ahead just a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, that's familiar. Yeah, so, yeah, that's so much for the afterglow. But then, if you want to take a what the kind of step they made in about two years, uh, I can go back and just play this from Sparkling Fade. I mean, I was just listening, doing the stuff for this research for this podcast today, and I'm listening to this album. I end up just listening to this album all the way through again because of how awesome it is. And you can tell the the where they were at just two years prior, a little bit heavier, a little bit more rougher, a little raw, like and it, and then they kind of evolved into this 
kind of a pleasant sounding songs with messages behind them yep. and like that like deep seated issues that he had um they're an awesome band everclear is just an awesome band no they really and, are or at least they were i don't i actually i lost track of them after because they have um you know some good their their best selling album is so much for the afterglow and then songs from american movie volume one that had wonderful yep. and am radio and shit like that on it and then it's sparkling fade even though sparkling fade came out before all those um, yeah, and and actually, out of all those, you don't you hear "I will buy you a new life," but how often? I mean, if you think it ever clear, the one song that comes up is Santa Monica, and that's from this album. That's their most famous that's album, yeah, for that's, sure. That's, that's, that's the most famous song or most famous song, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, I love I love Everclear, I love Sparkling Fade, and World of Noise is actually awesome too. And that's the Fair album. Comment. That's the album that come out before it. Good choice yeah. on that album. That's two that right away. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah, what do you got to bring to the table, oh, no, man? I feel kind of weird, man. This if might... you got something like butthole surfers, I'm going to be a little upset. I don't Shit. mind the sun sometimes. <laughs> really, does it show? So That's a good song. I, I was a <laughs> 12, 13-year-old kid uh, just getting into 8th grade high school. Um, wore the Adidas Sambas. I was a soccer player, had the Sambas. Everybody did. Right? I, I had the, the stocking cap. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> you remember, you remember uh, having the belt that was uh, your, your way too... Threaded. It was the threaded belt, right? Yeah, cor- correct. But it was way too large for you, so you let the, 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 it yeah. dangle down, right? <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. You know what that was a metaphor for? Well, I am... <laughs> Marionettes? How bad you were at measuring things. Yeah, dude, yeah. Oh, uh, I had a 46-inch oh. belt with a 28-inch <laughs> waist. This is all fucked up. So, again, watching MTV, this came on. Uh-oh. So, so what you want comes out. On MTV, this video oh. where where the Beastie Boys are, they're, they're essentially just this cheap, uh, cheap, cheap video. Really, they're they're just filming it, and then you put some filters on it in the background, so it looks kind of like you know, it almost looks like a skateboarding video. Yeah, yeah, very yeah it much does. So, yeah, and, and so they're bouncing around. I'm like, oh, these guys are freaking cool, man. And so, so what you want got me down to the slippery slope of the beat. You guys know me, right? Like I'm the Beastie Boys freak. Yeah. Okay. And, yep. And this got me down the slippery slope of Check Your Head, which came out in '92, uh, April of '92. So this was their follow up from Paul's Boutique, which Paul's Boutique was actually a very uh, critically acclaimed album by the Beastie Boys. It was one of those. They came out with, and not everybody was on board with it right away, but the critics were saying, like, no, this is good stuff. It had some beats to it. Is that was the one with Shake Your Rump and stuff yeah, on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the, the, the genius of Paul's Boutique was that's when they kind of perfected their their uh, their cuts, where they would cut uh, different uh, the soundtracks. And they, they, they really actually involved some lawsuits because of that. But they, sampling. Yeah, sampling. Sorry, sampling. And uh, they really perfected it. And, and so then a couple years later, they'd come out with Check Your Head. Which wasn't as popular as an album compared to if you if you think of the Beastie Boys in terms of like License to Ill or uh, Hello Nasty, right? Which mm, were huge that's albums. A, that's a big jump. Yeah. Which were big albums. But this Check Your Head was very. Um, it, it defined me in finding the Beastie Boys. And it, what album was Fight for Your Right on? That's on. That's, that's, that's to Ill. Ill, uh, License to Ill. That's their first one. 
So they have license to ill, then they go Paul's Boutique, and they, they had a long period of time. And then when, uh, in ill communication, right? Yep, ill communications, okay. well, right? That was, that was after Check That was your after head. Check Your yeah. Head, yeah. Okay. okay? Yeah, yeah. And then Hello Nasty was when we were like seniors in high school, and you and me would listen to, they, that's when they really started coming out with singles that were cut by different DJs. I remember getting shit for listening to the BC Boys in high school. I'm like, what? Fuck you. I, I never understood that never because the, the Beastie Boys were expert, that. expert lyricists, man. Man, they could all play instruments. They all wrote songs. Well, that's the thing about Check Your Head. Yeah. What Check Your Head was they returned return to their kind of like their punk roots, and they really played, um, you know, they played a lot of their own guitar, their own drum. They did a, some of that in Paul's Boutique, but did, it was more sampling in Paul's Boutique. Did Check Your Head have Gratitude on it? Is that the no? One? That was that was uh, that wasn't licensed. That was an ill communication. Gratitude? Yeah, gratitude. Like no, that was Check Your Head. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's that's, yeah. yeah, it so was very check, deep guitar. And it, yeah. did it have uh, Looking Down the Barrel of a Gun? No, on? that was Paul's Boutique. Okay. Look, uh, what about... Um, I'll think of it. Just, <laughs> sorry. I, well, the, well, the, uh, the other, the other one... The other one the, so What You Want came out, and the other one that was really big for me was um, Pass the Mic. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, you know... They, they, they were just very good. So th- what, what happened for me with the Beastie Boys was if you if you look at the evolution of the Beastie Boys, they started out as this kind of like party party group, right? We drink Miller and Budweiser and, and girlies and, and stuff like that. And they kind of evolved into now, they, well, God rest his soul, you know. MCA. MCA. Yeah. But, um, rest in peace. They, they, they became very um, conscious of the message that we're sending through their music. And they, they become very, uh, they went from like the sexist party boy to very much activists and very much, you know, promoting uh, different causes and things like that. They won't use their music in advertisement at all, right? They refuse to let that happen. They actually won a yeah. huge lawsuit where somebody tried to use their music in, a, in an advertisement and they sued the hell Probably out of it. fight them. for your right. You I know? Mean, um, I see that. But anyway, th- this album, Check Your Head, I, I would argue probably is not well known, but one of my definitive albums that I probably played A through B a thousand plus times and could you still listen to it now? Absolutely. And still love it? Absolutely. Okay. Every second of it. Professor, yep. what's another word for pirate treasure? <laughs> well, it's booty. <laughs> genius. Just absolutely genius. So, you know, Check Your Head was, for me, what introduced me to the Beastie Boys. And then I kind of went backwards and discovered Paul's Boutique. I went backwards and d- discovered. It was your gateway Beastie? Yeah, absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Cool. I mean, it was, I was at that I age that. where I was like, the, the, you know, the, the, that's, that was my thing. You know? Good to know. That's a that is a good album. Good, good album on that one. I I love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> good. Do you have yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> good. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. good. Talk, that's talk to it more, JT. Yeah. I, hey, uh, talk more centrally in the mic. Just, <laughs> just, just, you know, just feel it. Just flow. I don't. Uh, yeah, just feel in the flow, man. All right. You How's wanna, it going? What's up, guys? I do like check <laughs> your head. I don't mean to cut you off, Huey. No, you check your head is good, man. I like Beastie Boys. Good pick. Thanks, Thanks for Because I am the maestro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's my, my second pick. Which album has be, Cookie uh, Puss on it? That. Okay. So that's a, that's a different story. All right. So just give me the album. <laughs> no, <just> some <laughs> old bullshit is the album. But they took a bunch of their punk from early, uh, early uh, 80s. Because yeah. they were a punk band before they were ever a rap band. And they, they had all these punk tracks that they released and then they also added cookie puss on there which was a it was kind of like a club hit after uh it's awesome. license to ill 
and they they played it around clubs in New York City a lot, and so they finally added it to a to an album. I just remember driving around the Cavalier, we the used Black to listen, Cavalier. Yeah, we used to listen to it all the time. Cookie yeah, Puss, what? Yeah, Cookie Puss was an awesome song, and I had never heard it before. Before I got into that car with you, I had never heard Cookie Puss, and it was yeah, that's an awesome song. What you got for us, Bob? Okay, I'm gonna go play this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What what is this? I've never heard this before. I've never heard this. Yes. Is this a weird Al song? Nope. I think it is. No, I'm pretty sure. No, it is. no, no. This is Alice in Chains. That is Nirvana. Oh, oh yes. Who are they? Yeah, I love right, Nirvana. Right. Um is it I that love s- grunge. Is it I that love side Nirvana. band Dave Grohl was in? It was <laughs> the um Dave Grohl, Funny you should say that. Don't yell at us. This is Nirvana's second right. studio album. No shit. Yeah, no shit. Never it mind. is their first to feature Dave Grohl on drums, though. Hey. Yeah. Wasn't the album very uh, the album cover very controversial at the time? It was. It had a picture of a naked baby yep. chasing a uh, dollar bill in yep. a pool. In a pool. Yep. Yeah. You can see a little baby's winky. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember. I remember someone. I remember a, a guy who was older than me. He was a friend of mine. He comes over to my house one day, and he's like, you got to listen to this. You've got to hear this. And he plays Smells Like Teen Spirit off of Nevermind. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. Like, I, I, I'm sitting here. Like, <laughs> I went from, I took the tape I took out of my tape deck was Alvin and the Chipmunks songs from the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and I put in, you put in, you put in Nirvana, Nirvana Nevermind. And I'm like, blown the fuck. Fuck so away. Like yeah. I am was the was fuck your away. virginity also laying around the room somewhere? I'm just. Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> he took that a little while later. Oh. <laughs> Listen, the, the everybody, thing, everybody experiments in grade school. <laughs> the biggest thing I remember from this album is wishing our school pep rallies were as nearly as cool as that video right? was. Where everybody was jamming, yeah. except for like, or wait, was the in janitor the, in the video in the video for uh, Weird Al? Oh yeah. <laughs> Didn't the chicks have like armpit yeah, hair? Yeah, armpit hair. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the janitor jamming out with his mop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good video. Um, I don't know I if love it was, the album. <laughs> I don't know if it was as sexual as what you just did, but yes. Yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. The, go ahead. So, never mind. What year did that come out, Bobo? Nineteen ninety-one. Okay. And in uh, nineteen ninety-two, it was number one yep, on I the love. top two hundred. Um, certified diamond. Which means 10 million units sold. Wow! Yep. In the United States, 30 million worldwide. Um, uh, if you don't know what Nirvana Nevermind is, you, I mean, well, and you know what my stance is with Nirvana. I don't think they're a bad band. I think every song, almost every song, they have they have like 10 singles off that album. If it's a 12 album, <laughs> yeah, the that, whole album that, is that just song great. Is, if that album is that 12, album 12 is tracks long, there's 10 singles there. Another yeah. big thing I remember from that album was I, w- I remember listening to it front to back and i even remember my father picking up that album you know himself yeah a 60s classic rock guy and loving it and we would that's one of the things we bonded over was that and then one of the albums i'll talk about soon was that he he jammed out on nirvana man like it, like it appealed to that rock and roll demographic nirvana is dr dre's one of dr dre's favorite bands it, Did you know this that? Is jam man it's crazy I, I i've softened a bit i like nirvana. my stance it was i never had a problem with Nirvana or their music, or maybe I did at one point, but 
I, I don't know why. Probably because I was just being an elitist prick. Um, you but are. It, but, had, you are. But it was. It was. It, they they fostered in they those they led the way for those grunge bands in the nineties. I mean, Soundgarden Absolutely. showed up. I won't Absolutely. mention. Absolutely, yeah. There's some. I mean, Soundgarden no, um, showed up and some other bands. With did this too. album, I was torn between this one and their live in New York unplugged. That was a good one because that album yeah, I can listen from he, front to back, but it's not all original Nirvana. So they do some cover songs, but still, they, yeah. Well, the uh, Meat Puppets they cover the Meat Puppets. They do they? some Meat Puppets. Um, they do some David Bowie. Yep. Though I I do like uh, heart shaped box as well. Huh? What Bowie song? Uh, heart shaped man who sold the world. Heart shaped box is on in utero. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I was getting that until you rudely interrupted. Oh, from in utero, and I remember picking up in utero and listening to that front to back as well, and, and liking that whole album. It's good, but not as good. No, as I agree. I agree with that. I, I definitely agree. It's with that. still good though, which probably means their next. Are you, you going to continue well. to be a prick <laughs> all day long, baby? All, right. continue. all day long. All day long. Um. Yeah. The uh, it had uh, three successful singles besides "Smells Like Teen Spirit." It had "Come As You Are." Yep. Lithium. Yep. And "In Bloom." Yep. Um. What about? It says Nirvana or Nevermind was in part responsible for bringing both alternative rock and grunge to a large mainstream audience. Well, think about this. I've never downloaded, I've never bought, I've never intentionally listened to a Nirvana song in my life, and every one of those songs you just mentioned, I could name, I could do the, oh, I know all the words to them. Yeah. That's how good, I mean, that's how much they've probably been played. That's in like, how much they were played back in the day, like how big yeah. they were. Uh, when did that album come out? 91. 91. 1991. And, 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 and I mean, I'm talking about when I started giving a shit about music. I'm talking like maybe 95, 96. September re- 24th. When I really started giving a crap. I mean, yeah. those, those, were, those songs are still being played. I remember listening to this, being first introduced to this. Um, we were driving my cousin Tommy and my cousin Alan. We were driving in their dad's truck. And we were just listening to, uh, I forget the song, but we were just jamming. And I'd never heard it before in my life. And like, hey, listen to this. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Ever since then, I've loved Nirvana. Ever since then. I'm crying. (laughs) 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 So that is my my pick. Second pick. What's yours, Chuck? uh, Well, it wouldn't be. Nah, here's where I start skewing off. Oh, this is gonna get here. We go. Um, no. This album was released in 1998, October, October 1998, in Australia, and then I heard it right. I heard it from a friend of mine in '99. It actually sat on my dresser. He left it at my house, sat on my dresser untouched for at least two years. For at least two years. This album. Okay. This album. This, album? this particular right. album. It is uh, the Living End self-titled album, The Living End. Which I know anybody who listens to this is like, that's not a surprise. Chuck really likes the living yeah. end. This yeah, I know does. that. I know that you really like them, but mm-hmm. you let that sit there for two years. For two years. I never picked it up. Never listened to it. That is news to me. And yeah, that, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was sitting. It sat on my dresser. The, this a friend of ours left it over, or left it over my house. Okay. And it sat, he played the lead track, Prisoner of Society. And I was like, yeah, that's really effing good. We got to go, though. Like, we were going somewhere. Never listened to it. Never listened to wow. it. Wow. Even Prisoner like, Society couldn't hook you from the first it, listen? Yeah. It, it, I liked it, but um, it, it wasn't it, – it just didn't it, – it didn't resonate at first. And then this album, this band is pretty much – like I've, I've tried to keep as much track. They're still making music. What yeah, year did uh, this come out in? Uh, it came out in 99 in America. 
98 in Australia, which is where they're from. Um, they actually, on Australia, they, they, in Australia, they destroy the charts. They absolutely just dominate. They're a rockabilly punk band. Um, it, Prisoner of Society is a great entry point to them. It is their first album. Yeah, that makes sense. But if you wanted to start there, they evolve so much from that album. Um, you don't really like rockabilly punk if you're used to like American rockabilly. It's a little bit different than that. Um, it's still got the upright bass in it, which yep. kind of makes it rockabilly. But Chris Cheney, the lead guitarist and vocalist, he is abs- he absolutely shreds. This dude absolutely shreds every yeah. single thing that he does. Um, it's it's pretty effing amazing. Um, I don't have anything prepared right away, but yeah, I remember this. Good. Yeah. Just kind of getting ready here. Here we go. You can feel that rockabilly bass. Hell yeah. Know? I'm jamming out right now. To tell us what to do. Yeah, it's, it is. They're an awesome band. I, I really dug them. Okay. Yeah, they have a lot of really good tracks in that album. I mean, pretty much front to back, you can listen to it. Every one of the songs that has guitar shreds. Um, if you go back and listen from there, I mean, it'd all be 90s from that point. Uh, anything from... Um, it's what, for your um, own good, or from uh, it's it's for your own good, or oh fuck, what's the other thing? Oh, anyway, look, it's got some just actually I've never heard like upright bass solo. What's another crazy. like uh, more mainstream song that people might have heard? Prisoner Society is pretty much it. That's it. Second Solution will be the that's, other. That's that's the other one. That's the other one. Second Solution and uh, that that one. Second Solution is great, and and you can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember jamming to this. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're a pretty great band. Uh, I, I love them. Um, they always have a place in my heart. It's, it, this And this album really did lead me into them. And then their second album, Roll On, you can tell how much they've evolved. And it just, they can absolutely play. It's a three-piece band that sounds like it, it could be like five. Like, it, they are that good. And uh, l- lyrically, they can get a little bit poli- on the political side, sure. like Australia. Uh, they're Australian. I don't know what the fuck they're talking that's about. That's what they do there. <laughs> but, that's what they but do they, down under. They can make a damn they, good, they they might. damn good song. I mean, like West no, End. No, they're, they're good band. West man. End Riot. Yeah, I like uh, it. Growing yeah. Up, Monday, Save the Day. That's a good pull. Um, it's, it's, it's one of my favorite bands. It's, it's a little out there. It's a little off the beaten path, but. Nah, man. It, it, I mean, anybody, it. I, I was playing it for my son, who's who's good, who's twelve years old, and he was digging it too. I mean, it, it's it's rock, it's it's rockabilly music, but it's it's good, man. It, it sounds. I like rockabilly. I, I do too. too. Tiger I do Army too. I do too. comes to mind when oh, I think yeah. of rockabilly. Yeah. Well. But that's more. It doesn't. The Tiger Army sounds completely different. Well, that. yeah, yeah, but rockabilly. I, I no. mean, uh, that's why I meant like American rockabilly. Like, yeah, like, it sounds just sounds different than that. Yeah. Good. Good point. All right, Huey. You okay, so next. this is another, uh, this is for Huey, it's another gateway drug into a whole world of albums that I discovered uh, before this album came out. Is this Beastie Boys again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's <still> communication. Ah. <laughs> so, full disclosure, I was going to include Hello Nasty in here, but I wasn't going to go with the second Beastie Boys album. But if, if it comes to the second most influential band to Huey, then the Beastie Boys... It would be, I used to walk around wearing their hat logo for years on end. I think I still have it duct taped in the back. 
to hold it together. Am I supposed to guess? Yeah, go I ahead. Yeah, guess. absolutely. So the can the, I guess? <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Guess. Go ahead, guess. Is it Nine Inch Nails? Yes. Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> nice job, Bob. Great job, Bob. You get a treat. Here, catch it. So specifically. A little bit off the beaten path, March of the Pigs. I seen this video on MTV2 late at night. There you go. Yeah. So that's, that's March of the Pigs. So this this was a little bit of a heavier album, okay? Most people What album would, was it from? The Downward Spiral. Oh, Absolutely, man, my introduction one of to them the probably well. the best uh, Nine Inch Nails al- albums. Yeah, okay, I agree. Uh, which you can listen from front to back all the way without stopping, no problem. Most people recognize more uh, the the uh, the music video that came out, which is probably considered actually fun fun story here. One of the, if you think about the '90s music videos, one of the top music videos of all time is usually considered like uh, like the Beastie Boys Sabotage. And then usually within the top five is Informer by Snow. How did you guess? Now, uh, Closer, which was a heavily, if, if you watched the, the version that was on MTV, was pretty edited. I love that song. Content. That's one of my favorite it's songs. A very Closer? visual. Yeah, yeah very Closer. visual uh, music video. Can't hear it, right? Turn it up. So anyway, um, I just was trying to get it loud. No, you're you're good. So I don't know where the speaker is. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the, uh, the the album itself came out in ninety four. Yeah, ninety four. Uh, it, it was considered. I bought it. it was, I had it. In, oh, it was absolutely. Oh, I loved it. It was it was a great album. It was considered. I one think of I the wore best. it out the first copy I had. I asked my mom to get it for me for Christmas. She ended up getting me further down the spiral. Which okay, hold on. We can talk about that. That's I good, but not a good introduction. I don't, it's I don't, not, not when yeah. you, not when you want it. It's the remixes. Spiral. It's remixes. You know. So this album pretty I've much hated her ever since. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, we're sorry. Not true. We're nah, sorry. We this album. It. This album took you down the slippery slope of getting into the other Nine Inch Nails stuff, uh, specifically through Pretty Hate Machine. Uh, Broken and Fixed, which is a heavily remixed version of heavy, heavy industrial rock. Um, and then that led into me just being a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. Um, a couple years later, they came out with The Perfect Drug. Oh, I love that song. Lost Highway soundtrack. That's a great song. That's a great song, man. There's so many different remixes out, but the original, the, yep. hands down, is one Not of my Not only that, but the video them. was way underrated. It, it introduced the world to absinthe. Because remember, <laughs> remember, he started drinking that stuff in the video and... Um, <laughs> I don't remember drinking that stuff in high school, but well, we both had different upbringings. You can't, you can't even buy that. You, you, you used to not even be able to buy that. Right? No, right, right. It was a huge thing. Yeah, it made you chase the dragon. Chase the dragon. No, it doesn't. It just makes you hallucinate. Yeah, it makes you hallucinate. So anyway, one of, one of the big. I things, was talking about heroin. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I tried to change the subject real quick on that. Um, which, by the way, we've never done. Okay, just be clear. Well, not today. No heroin. No, <laughs> no heroin use. This is going to get edited out. Yeah, yeah, cut this shit. <laughs> it ain't that. <laughs> um, one of the big things that brought me into really becoming a fan was uh, a buddy of ours named Ben was also a big nails head. 
And it's uh, two in a row. Two shows in a row. Go ahead. Anyway, so if you remember Sorry. in the 90s, they rebooted Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nine Inch Nails had a show. And uh, they came out with like a VHS, I guess, kind of. Uh, um, yeah, it was everywhere. Yeah, it was all over the place. And Nine Inch Nails was heavily headlined as one of, or they're heavily touted as one of the bands that like they were breaking their instruments. They were getting mu- it was raining and muddy as hell, and it was kind of it kind of was like in the infamy of that Woodstock. Yep. And I, I watched that video, and it just became a huge fan of those guys. Been to multiple concerts. Actually, you and me, Bob, went yeah, to dude. a concert last summer. It was incredible. It was a couple years ago. Incredible. Yeah. Was it? Oh, man. Soundgarden, yeah, because Chris Cornell was. Yeah, they opened up for him, yeah. which I was an Chris amazing Cornell. concert, man. It was a good concert. Soundgarden was awesome. I went there to Soundgarden see Soundgarden. Soundgarden was awesome. I left a bigger fan of Nine Inch Nails. The, the, well, their I love Nine Inch Nails to begin with, but that concert was Reznor awesome. Reznor knows how to put on a show. Dude, I was you in the lawn. I mean? You were down front. I, I was. was. I was it was awesome. Front. It was an awesome experience no matter what, though. It was great. Hey, did, by the way side conversation did you know uh that those tickets are now on sale for this online for what for the next uh show over at the uh aragon ballroom no nice yeah. nails yeah i'm going dude They're, they play a hell of a show anyway downward spiral huge influential album for me i can listen to it from second zero to the last second all the way through non-stop to this day not a problem i love that album i agree 100 percent Good one. 100%. You mentioned Hurt. We didn't mention Hurt. We didn't. Covered by Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Cash. Hurt is an awesome. It, it was an awesome na- like song off uh, Downward Spiral. Yeah. And then Fu- Cash covered it and was just like, man, one of the, uh, how could you get even better? One of the songs, <laughs> of the songs <laughs> on there that is probably my favorite is called The Ruiner. But most people don't probably wouldn't know that. Look it up. It's a great song. Um, one of my, you might laugh at me, but one of my favorite Nails songs that I just fucking always jam out to is off the, uh, what's that double album they did? Starfuckers Incorporated? Something like that, but it's not Starfuckers, that's the, not the name of this album, uh, not the name of the song. It's, well, the song, uh, I was thinking of the song. Like, We're In This Together or something like that, I think. Yeah, we'll make it, we're in. Together now, we're halfway there. Whoa, no. <laughs> right, no. right. That's science nails, right? No. That's Bon Jovi. Oh, anyway. oh, oh. Anyway. slippery when wet, baby. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Album. Is that all you got yeah, on that one? No, it's, it's downward spiral, man. Downward Genius. spiral. Good album. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's very nice. It's it's nineties. Sh- it's uh, you know what? It's not it's, 90s to shit. Well, it's, 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 it's the foray into and industrial and rock, in fact, man. Uh, man, I think we're doing pretty good. It's good, man. I love that album. Keep the good times rolling. Hey, that Bob. album is definitely on my honorable mention list. I have shit you not. I missed it, but it reminded <laughs> me of another album that was on. That should have been. All right. I'm going to play the... I should have played this album in conjunction with my last pick, but I'm going to keep it separate. Neil Young. Close, man. You are very close. It is uh, Pearl Jam. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) This also came out in 1991, along with Nirvana. They uh, actually competed against Nirvana. Not like specifically that band against each band, just like the media and 
fans put what, what it album is each that? Other. That is and off ten. That's off their debut 10. album. Okay, so ten was ninety one. Yep. Which was which one was Jeremy? That's ten. Jeremy. It's okay, so that's the same album. It uh, released um, in 1991. I got this written down here. Uh, it's their, it's Pearl Jam's, to this day, it's still their most commercially success, successful album. Successy? Successfully. Their debut studio album. There's four singles from it. Alive, Even Flow, which we just listened to, yep. Jeremy, and Oceans. Um, it was number two, the peak was number two on the top 200. So it didn't quite get to number one, but was it Billboard alternative charts or just regular? Nah, the U.S. the U.S. two hundred. Okay, so it was like the top two hundred. Yeah, the top two hundred. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But uh, I remember the first time I heard it when I was a kid, I absolutely fell in love with it. I just I just loved the way his voice sounded. The, the music just rocked. I got into it. I loved it. Hey, you saw him at Wrigley, didn't you? I did see him was a couple that years show ago. What? Oh, dude, it was great. Man, it was fantastic. Go. He's got so much passion when he sings. Oh, it's great. Does. And it's, I mean, you can tell that every he's into every song that he sings. It's just, it's something. One of my favorite Pearl Jam songs is when he says, make me cry during the yellow, yellow, lead better. What's the yeah, name it's yellow lead better. Yeah, yeah lo- yellow lead better. It's not off uh, 10, though. No, uh, I'm just saying, just pop it in my head. But no, yeah, ten. Um, it also has that uh, song "Release." I think it's called "Release" or "Release Me." Release, yeah. It's uh, that's a good. That's one of my. It's like a deep cut off that album. It's one of my favorites. Um, Man, we're heavily influenced by early '90s, dude. Early er, nine. My favorite music genre probably is '90s grunge. I could just put that album. On, I put that genre on on the radio or whatever you listen to is '90s grunge, and bam, I'm good. Alice in Chains. Stone Temple STP, exactly. I'm all over the fucking place. Anything, man. Yeah, you are. Anything. But yeah, uh, Pearl Jam 10 is uh, my f- one of my oh, one of my all-time favorite albums of all time. Just doesn't have to be 90s, just all time. That's undisputed. Like in the last 30 years, it's one of the best albums. Yeah, that absolutely. Ever came out. Yeah, like that and Nevermind. I don't even think that's it's an. I don't think it's up for. And I'm day. not trying to be like the popular choice. No, those. That's what you listen to. That's what I just listened to when I, you know, I first heard it. I'm like, oh yeah, I love this. Yeah, but there's a reason for that. It's good. It's really good. It, it is. It's it and is. it's kind of timeless, even though it's got that grunge. I mean. When I say grunge music to a younger generation, they may not know what it is, but they know who Pearl Jam is. Pearl is still, I mean, Pearl, Pearl Jam is still, still going around. Yeah, they around. Yeah, they're still making music. If any, if you get a chance to go see them in concert, I would uh, suggest they're it. playing again this year in the summer. So my next album is. Uh, I'm not even going to beat around the bush because if I try to beat around the bush too much, I mean, like the Living End, it's not like it's a, it's not a well-known band. It could have been. Um, it's the refreshments, fizzy, fuzzy, big, oh, fuzzy. I love that. Album. And actually, it's both of their albums, because uh, which is the other one is Bottle of Fresh Horses. One came out, fizzy, fuzzy, big, and fuzzy came out in '96. Bottle of Fresh Horses came out in '97. Uh, the, the song that anybody might know from it, um, from fizzy, fuzzy, big, and fuzzy, is Banditos. Yep. Which has a, which has a chorus. Love that song. That's, that's kind of just, um, the. I mean, it's recognizable. Everybody knows the world is full of stupid people. So meet me at the mission of 
right. So that was Banditos. God, that's, I love uh, that that's, song, man. That you are all over the place, man. Yeah, I know. That was, uh, it, it was. Um, it actually peaked at number nine on the Billboard alternate rock chart, alternative rock charts, and it actually did get into the top 100 on Billboard most nice. popular music. That um, that single, I mean, pretty much kind of started them to propel them into something they could have been. Fizzy Fuzzy, Big and Buzzy is another album I can play from front to back. I know every song. I know every lick. It is almost, I'd say it's borderline country rock, but not. It's like Southern California. Country? Almost, man. At some points. They, really? They, they can be, but not. Almost like their rhythm is a country thing, the way their songs flow. But the music, the, the riffs behind it, it still sound, has a rock sound. Um, the problem is. After Bandito started to hit it big, they got signed to a, a record contract with Mercury Records. Mercury Records, uh, right before they were about to go on an Australian tour to promote Fizzy Fuzzy, Big and Buzzy, Mercury Records pulled them back. And they wanted them to record their Why? second studio album, which is Body, Bottle of Fresh Horses. Before they promoted the first, they wanted them to record the second? Before they went out on tour, after Bandito's hit the Billboard charts and was doing well, they pulled Mercury Records pulled them back from a tour and put them on Bottle of Fresh Horses. Bottle of Fresh Horses with no promotion whatsoever came out in 1997. Mm. It did nothing. And it is an awesome album. Tributary Otis wanted uh, A Heaven or the Highway Out of Town. All these songs on it are freaking great. The band is, but the band does nothing. One of their guitarists ends up having a drug problem. They completely cash their chips. Roger Klein, uh, who is the lead singer, lead, uh, lead, vocal, uh, lead vocalist, and uh, wrote a lot of the songs, leaves with the drummer. They start a new band called Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. They are still making music to this day, and it does. It's very refreshments. It sounds just like them, but this band could have been huge. Their last month with the rec with the Mercury Records was uh, December of 1997, and they sold 10,000 units. Uh. They sold 10,000 albums in that wow. in that month alone. Wow. It hmm. it could have been it for a band that most people haven't heard of. Maybe a lot of people who listen to this know me and they they know the refreshments too, especially Banditos. It's uh, says, but it could have been a huge band. It's a band that is really near and dear I'll be to honest, me. I never really uh got into them, listened to them. I know you're a huge fan of them. I'm a huge you fan, you know, obviously, but hey. uh I never Seek, suck, seek them out myself to uh, listen to it. Dude, if you're ever just chilling on your porch and you want to listen to something that's pretty good, I mean, you can throw on Fizzy Fuzzy, Big and Buzzy. I mean, you got Sucker Punch. You got uh, I, and one of my favorite songs on um, uh, Bottle of Fresh Horses is Broken Records. It's it's an awesome it's an awesome song, man. I love it. Um, it it's, it's just a good band. It's, it's just a good band. You know, I concur with that. I Do you, you concur? You, yeah, you got me on to those guys. Yeah. And... <laughs> The other thing is, too, most people don't realize how many cover songs, or not cover songs, uh, intros to, like, shows oh, they've well, done. One of the, well, they did the intro to King of the Hill. Yep. They really? Did, yeah. It's the intro. And actually, on, on Bottle of Fresh Horses, there's a song called Horses. And the part, uh, the intro to King of the Hill, it's like, doom, 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 is actually the beginning of that song, too. Nice. Um, yeah, Roger Klein wrote that, so. It, it's, they're it's a really good. good band. If you haven't listened to them, good look them up. It's, I mean, it's. You can sit there doing the dishes and listening to refreshments, or you could be sitting on your front porch having a couple drinks at night and, wa and listen to the refreshments. Uh, they're they're a really good band, and that album that album was actually 
it was pretty influential to me when I was younger. It was one of those like first like it was like the first album I ever gotten. I'd asked for for like Christmas when I'm still asking for albums. I'm still living in my parents' house. You still listen to it? Oh yeah, yeah. Busy, fuzzy, big and buzzy, and and Bottle Fresh Horses. I, and it was like one of those albums where like even though. Uh, my mom would look at it and be like, what is this? And she'd start, so she'd ask my aunt, have you ever heard of the refreshments? Could you ask your cousin's or your daughter's husband who's in, who, who plays in bands and stuff, if he's ever heard of the refreshments? It's like, no, like he didn't ever heard of them before. Either. <laughs> it's like, it's like one of those first, like no name, that's your band kind of thing. Like the right. one band that never made it and never got popular. You never got mad about other people listening to it because no one ever really found out. They jam though. They're awesome. So we're going to Huey. Yeah, Huey, it's your turn. You're next, bro. Okay. Um, I have to say that I listen. I can listen to this album front to back every single time. Uh, THP? THP. Two heads back. Oh, baby. Oh, great. Great pick, dude. That's a good one, man. Their, one of their albums is on my honorable mention. It's not this one, though, but this is a great one. So I I picked that song just because it's probably one of the more rec- recognizable ones, right? But my For absolute sure. I, if if you had to choose, if you said JT, I want you to pick your top song that you've listened to of all time, all time. It would be um, off of that album. Yes, Disarm. No. Oh shit! Give me a second. I know the name of the song, Cherub. Yep, Cherub, Cherub Rock. Rock. This song jams, man. Yeah, dude. Now, I, I remember seeing the mu- music video for this uh, a while, when I was a kid. It just, it just rocks here. Yeah, dude. Oh, oh God. yeah. Ding, ding. Boom. So, yeah, uh, 1993 Siamese Dream came Smashing out. Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Yep. Um, I, again. Illinois' own. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely right. One of those things I can listen to back to front. Had a uh, small thing for Darcy, you know, uh, the, the the guitarist. Yep, I know who she is. So until she, <laughs> yeah, I know who she is too. Until I looked her up later and found out she was like strung out and has all sorts of problems. But yeah, that's why you only see Billy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I think I I would argue probably one of the top albums of of the '90s, Siamese Dream. It's you another- had you had Shrub Rock. Uh, today, would, uh, disarm. Disarm is one of my rocket favorites. mayonnaise. Yep, all great freaking guitar. Honestly, riffs. dude, to be to not burst your bubble. Oh, here we go. You, you know, you just gotta go ruin me. Okay, what? I would say uh, this is some honorable mention, but melancholy and infinite sadness. Okay, was a bigger deal, only because it was more popular. That. I'm gonna talk about that. I would say Siamese Dream laid the foundation. Siamese for Dream the, did lay the foundation, the reason, but the reason why melancholy picked, was just the, fantastic. The whole reason why I picked Siamese Dream was because if it was not for that album putting Smashing Pumpkins on the map, you would not have melancholy. You're right. Now I would I would also argue 1979 that was is off of one of the most beautiful songs ever. That wasn't the first single though off of melancholy. It was, it was not. Bullet with it butterfly was, wings. No, yeah. I think it was zero. No, nah, Bullet with Butterfly Bullet Wings. Bullet was first. I thought it was zero. That that song hooked me from the get-go. Bullet was first. Yeah. Anyway. Then anyway. So whatever. We can look that up later. Regardless. I'm not going to. Siamese Dream was it for a long yeah, time. You're no, right. No, no. Okay. 
This, that was the album. This falls into that category, too, when I was talking about Everclear with Buzzworthy videos. Today was a Buzzworthy video. Exactly. I remember seeing that. It was one of those that, videos. Yeah. It's like, this band might be a big thing. And here's the other argument I have against Melancholy, Melancholy being one of those is because Smashing Pumpkins came out with, what, one or two more albums before the Melancholy ever hit? Pis- it was like no. Pisces Iscariot or whatever it was. Yeah, no. it was. Yeah, they might have had some singles out, but uh, Melancholy was that definitely was their, their Melancholy album. Melancholy and the Infinite, Sa- Infinite Sadness was the next after Let's Siamese Dream. Let's find out, shall it we? Was. They had. I remember Mamer had that like lunchbox thing that had a bunch of like it had a bunch of EPs on it, uh, it and they were all songs I'd never heard by. Smash yeah, Melancholy Pumpkins. was ninety five. They did a compilation album with Pisces Iscariot ninety four. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. That's so what I'm yeah, 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 fair enough, fair enough. It, it's, yeah. But melancholy was a, was a huge deal. But without Siamese Dream, without those songs, absolutely not. You wouldn't have absolutely that. not. Yeah, I, I agree. I'll, I'll agree. Come with on, that. one of the most iconic videos you have. What was it? Uh, uh, Disarm. Well, where they're jamming and like they're, they're they're on the forefront and the background is a bunch of uh, background shots and. Which one had the Stevie Nicks song on it? They did a cover of a Stevie Nicks version. Oh, Stevie Nicks song. Is it Landslide? Yeah. Which, uh, what what album was that on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I that's can see a, doing that's it. a great, Smash Pumpkins has a I've great cover of it. Yeah. Uh, today is the one, the song I think today of the video of, big, with the Does ice he drive around the ice cream ice truck? Cream yeah. truck yeah. The whole androgyny thing that they mm-hmm. had going on. It was, it was, it was pretty groundbreaking. That's a cool video. That, right? I, I, Smashing Pumpkins is one of those bands that, I like, love Smashing Pumpkins. They're still around, but it's like, when I... When I think of, like, it's always like one of those bands that's never, never in the forefront, like never in the, like what band I'm thinking of. But like, as soon as you say like Smashing Pumpkins, you can name like ten songs that you love. By well, the, their Pumpkins. guitar riffs are very, very in in, the, in your forefront of your memory. I think lyrically they're stronger than they a are. lot of bands. I think I think musically they're I don't think they're much anything special. I think they can mix it. I think they were good enough to mix their lyrics with with some rudimentary things, and they were. They got their. It sounds good. I, Do you I, remember the album that came out after Melancholy was like it uh, was uh, instrumental kind of like? I do remember that DJ kind of like. We used to jam to that one song. Oh, no, yeah, it was. I remember uh, what you're talking about. The end is the beginning of the end. Adora. Was, yeah. Adora something. Adora Machine. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Machine Machina was the name of the album, wasn't it, or something like that? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't. Ava Adora. Maybe something like that, yeah. That was a, that was a good album, or that was a good song. They had a couple of good songs on. They there. had a couple of good hits afterwards. Yeah, they, they did, but not like, but nothing as big nothing as, as Melancholy or, or Melancholy. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Melancholy and the Infinite Sanity would be around forever. But I also, I also, I also would argue, just like your picks of Nirvana and um, Pearl Jam. Smashing Pumpkins really brought into some alternative rock. Oh, exactly, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Very, like, yes. Very at the forefront. I agree. Really setting the, setting the tone. I you, agree. You mentioned the Perfect Drug, too, off the Lost Highway soundtrack. They had That's a song alternative. They, did. they had a song on the Lost Highway soundtrack called I, and Ooh, it was yep. Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. It was very good, too. Yep. That's a good song, man. Nice. That's, yeah. I'll have to listen to that soundtrack now. I've, <laughs> got a, I've listened a, to it in a long time, is it, man. Is it the... Is it get, it's got Ramstein and stuff yeah, on it too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's a good soundtrack. It's got a lot of a lot of bands on it. That's what brought Ramstein. Really <laughs> weird David American Lynch Co- movie. Oh, never, I've never seen that movie. I should very, watch it. I should have never guy. watched it when I was 15 years old. No. But the soundtrack was great. <laughs> never so seen it. Doesn't matter. So yeah, I, I, that's mine. I, uh, All right. So this one. next album is my last 
of my picks for top of my list. This one tops my all-time list. Uh, I'm just going to play this. Here we go. Those of you who know me will get it right away. Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> um, can Fleetwood, I, Fleetwood Mac. Ooh. Can I guess? 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 Can guess. I guess? Guar. <laughs> <laughs> Danzig. It is not Guar. Mother. No. It is Metallica. The uh, Black Album. Yeah, of course. I love that album. That, that album defines me, man. I would have been surprised I would agree. if it wasn't on your list. It would. It would have to be, man. And I that, that album actually did come out also in 1991. Was that your intro to rock? <sighs> Damn, dude, you were like one year. I have to. You were credit, woke. dude. I honestly have to credit my cousins Tommy and Alan to putting me onto this music. I'm not <laughs> even joking. It's. It, I remember as a kid driving or er, playing in my cousin. Cousin's driveway. This is gonna get weird. No, okay, we're, right. we're playing in the driveway. This well, is late right. at night. The adults were doing something in the garage, inside house, whatever. We were in the, on the driveway playing basketball, riding our bikes around the driveway, listening to Enter Sandman by Metallica. I was like, shit. How old were we in '91? Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Yeah, man. I, I've loved this album from the beginning, and that was my. I, I can say this now. That was my introduction to Metallica. You can make fun of me all you want. I went back. backwards on them, and I still like their stuff sure. forwards too. You know, but is that your favorite? Is that your fav- favorite album? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Black Album's hands down. Can, uh, um, my, my, I have a story about the Black Album. Real quick, my sister, my older sister, she's five years older than me, and my older sister Heather would make me mixtapes. So, <laughs> Enter Sandman. She put Enter Sandman on a mixtape for me. That was the first time I'd ever heard Metallica. It was right at, uh, right before uh, Tevin Campbell's Round and Round. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? What? Yeah, and Prince in the video. No wonder why you're messed up in the head, dude. Man. I go everywhere, man. I'm all over the that place. That is messed but up. But I'm serious. That was my first. And, and yeah, I loved Enter Sandman. Oh, Enter Sandman was awesome. We That's the song like everybody knows. We should seriously study that. Think about that. I still have the tape. The mis- mixtapes that were given to you as a child. <laughs> I don't know if I even have the any. The song combinations can really screw you up, man. Wow. You think about it. Yeah. Uh, no. Anyway, no, no, no. She, she did good. She uh, put that on there. It was really <laughs> oh, good. You're messed and up. And it had uh, that was it had Epic by Faith um, No More on that mixtape. It was. Uh, it's Metallica by Metallica. Came out in '91. They call it the Black Album. It's, not, it's unofficially called yeah, the Black yeah, Album. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. It's their fifth studio album. It debuted at number one. Of course, it did. Because it's fucking Metallica. Because it's, it's awesome. It yep. spewed out five singles. But I can listen all the way from front to back, first to beginning to last to the end. <laughs> I really think it's got it's got more defi- Metallica definable tracks on. It's got Unforgiven. It's like got, got True uh, for who five singles. Holds. You listen Enter to Sandman, albums. Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters, Wherever I May Roam, and Sad But True. You should Jesus. always listen to albums you know? how you wipe. I can name back. one song. I can name one song <laughs> off of Injustice for All. That's one. Uh, uh, Blackened. Uh, yeah, uh, no. Oh, yeah, Blackened. Injustice, Injustice for All. And ju- I can only, but, like, you know what I mean? I know, like, I I've know. never listened to that album. And then you have, like, uh, Master of Puppets. I can name Master of Puppets, that song. Like, put off of the Black Album, which I, which I never owned. Yeah. Yeah, I can name all. Really, you don't own that? No, that's because it's, it's not really my such style. Hugely popular, it's but it's true. good. It's I know just out songs. there, you know. Um, a lot of people don't like it. Like a lot of hardcore Metallica fans, original Metallica fans, don't like it. It's too commercial for them. 
It's a different sound. It's their first album with producer Bob Rock, who helped change their sound, you know, because uh, Hetfield used to be, like, be screaming his songs, and then like, wait, you need to change up your tone because you're going to throw out your vocal cords by, like, Three years. He already fucked him up anyway. You know? Like you listen to Hetfield now, it sounds nothing yeah. like Black Album Hetfield, oh, and no, you have man. to feel like. And I feel like Black Black Album Hetfield is like pinnacle of like that. It's it's right there. That's where he. That's my to be. favorite Metallica. I mean, I love Master of Puppets, and I love Ride the Lightning and Kill 'Em All. I do, but but Metallica, Metallica, the Black Ride Album the was is my the favorite. Album, not Master of Puppets. My fault. It's two. Master of Puppets is the name. Is their third album. Well, that too. <laughs> I am well versed in Metallic Alica. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the Black Album is my number one. It, that's probably like number one or number two in my all-time favorite albums of all time. Isn't it fucked up? Not they've never 90s. had a. They've never had a greatest hits album called Metalology. That's fine because I don't need a greatest hits album. I don't need to buy their shit again. They already It'll have all it. be off a of load and reload anyway. This year they're coming out with. I was just reading that they're coming out with a um, a remaster of the Black Album. They've been doing it the past few years for their other albums, remastering them all. I never got them because they weren't the Black Album. But this year I'll probably, I'll probably get it. <laughs> <laughs> I never got them because they weren't the Black Album. But yeah, that's a good one, man. I I, I felt it coming, but I didn't know. Yeah, I wasn't you had 100%. to have mentioned Metallica. They are still awesome in concert. I saw them a couple years ago. They are great. Yeah, I'm sure they are. One of the most the best parts. Like we did another podcast here. Sometimes we have to compare notes to make sure that we don't have overlap. the same. Yeah, any overlap. This is one of those. Like coming into this, we knew there wasn't going to be any overlap. No, <laughs> no. And not at my all. next album, I'm not going to intro it. I'm just going to play the song. Okay. That is well. Uh, it's just I'm just gonna stop talking. Yeah. I said maybe. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Would you take me to prom? Wow. You you are all over the fucking place, man. Matchbox 20s. Wow. Yourself or someone like you <laughs> from 1996. <laughs> this album. <laughs> I'll wait. I'll wait. Uh, all right, continue. I'm a little flabbergasted in this one. I've honestly never heard you rock out to Matchbox really? 20. No. I've never heard you rock out. I don't to rock out 20. to Matchbox Twenty. I, I would rock out to this album. Okay, this album. Um, actually, you know what's funny? Three a.m. I must be lonely. Yeah, man. Yep. I could I could sing every word to yep. every one of these songs. Uh, one of my favorite long long. I'm day, not. I'm not my, laughing at you about the album. I had the album myself. Fuck yeah. Everybody just, does. I never. I didn't realize you did too. because everybody does. Everybody has this album. I, I agree. It came everybody in the mail does. with everybody samples does. of Tide. Everybody. Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it, Matchbox 20 yourself or someone like you. I am not a Matchbox 20 follower. I, I do like some of their other songs that came out. But this album in particular with Push and with Long Day, 3 a.m., Real World, Back to Good, all those songs, there is just a ton of good stuff on this album, and it is. Rob Thomas, man, kicks ass. It yeah. is an album you can play from front to back. I got a solo roll. stuff too. It's pretty good. Her diamonds. It's pretty smooth, right? Mm. Santana. Yeah, that was with Santana. Do, 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 do. Um, but no, I, I thought I'd throw it on there because to me, like this, uh, what's funny is it's, it goes on with, with one of my honorable mentions, and the only reason the notable it's an honorable mention is because I thought for sure Bob would throw it on there, and I left it off. 
I had this album and Foo Fighters Color in the Shape. Yeah. And it, it like flowed from one to the other. So I had I had Color in the Shape and after I listened to that for like two straight fucking months because it came out in 96 also, I had then I had Yourself or Someone Like You. Yep. And it it I know it's completely two different complete completely different styles but they go together to yeah. me. And uh Push is one of those songs that like you hear on the radio. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Push. No. If anything it's like it's back then you may have gotten sick of hearing right. Matchbox 20 because it's another they one overplayed of overplayed it. It's yeah. almost I don't mean to compare them to uh, Nirvana, I'm not doing that. No, they but, overplayed Nirvana but I'm, as but well. But I'm saying, like how Nirvana, every one of those, if that if that album is 10, 12 tracks, it's t- 10 of those tracks they played on the radio. Yeah. Same thing here. Yeah, no, like, true. Every one of them. Absolutely Every true. one of them. So, uh, and I think everybody knows, like, you start hearing, you hear Push, and you're just like, damn, that's a good fucking song. By the end of it, you're, you, you're singing too, even if you weren't trying to. You didn't even notice you're doing it. Um, and 3 a.m. Yeah, 3 a.m. is a great song too. Um, I don't have the track listing in front of me, and to be honest with you, I haven't looked at the back of a CD in 20 <laughs> years. Um, I just let them play. When I got to that point where it's just time to let the CD play, we'll get to your favorite song when we get to it. Yeah. So, uh, I but yeah, the singles were Long Day, Push, Three. No, I, I'm with you there. That, it. It's you a heard huge all album. It's a huge album. It broke. I, I didn't even write it down because when I'm looking at it, it, it broke. It went platinum. It went diamond. It went everything. I mean, it was huge. Yeah. Um. I don't hear as much about Matchbox 20 it's now. It's still on the top 200. It's, it's probably is. It's like Mario <laughs> trying to rent Mario 3 at Rams. Is you still got to get on the fucking list. You got to get on the list, man. <laughs> Even though Rams is dumb been closed. <laughs> you still got to get yeah, on that go list. Go walk yeah. into that cigarette shop, talk to Margo. She'll fucking put you on the list for <laughs> yep. Super Mario 3. You get it. When, as soon as it comes back in, you'll be able to pick it up. But yeah, Matchbox 20, it was, it's, it's, I love that album. I love that whole fucking thing. It's, it's, it's just like cake, just like. Uh, refreshments. Matchbox Twenty is right there with me. Yeah, good. You ready for this? Yeah, y'all ready for this? Are you? Are you with this one? I'm not gonna. Holy shit! That's on my honorable mention. It's on fucking Huey's list and not yours. That's fine. That's how smash the nineties, man. Smash. That is on uh, my list. Check it out, Huey. The offspring. Oh yeah, it is. Nice. Come yeah. on, man. You cannot. This this brought punk to the. Uh, oh man, the I love this album. Well, this I, is give, give a little credit album. to Green Day with Dookie. They 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 helped. That's with awesome. That too. I mention. But you have some come out and play, right? Uh, Keep them separated. Self esteem. Uh, Got to get away. Just a great album. You can listen to that whole thing front to back. It's awesome. <laughs> See my my actually like gateway. I, Bad I, habit. That's my favorite song on that album. Bad habit. Keep them separated was a buzzworthy too, was it? Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you have kind like a film? list of buzzworthy? No, I don't. I just remember them. And actually, the video was very similar to um, what you want. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. I remember as a kid listening to this album um, during One of the first uh, CDs I bought during Bad Habit when that song would play. There's a song. There's a ri- there's a chorus when he goes in there and starts just cussing. Yeah, we would be rocking out to this album. And when that start when that started, we would just turn it down so the adults wouldn't yep. hear it, <laughs> and then turn it back yep. up when it was yep. off, man. So they wouldn't take it away from it's us. Great album, we love that album. I loved it. I still I I still listen to it. It's actually not their debut album either. No, it's like their third or fourth album yeah. or something like that yeah. until they broke through. I Smash actually doesn't have. I, I know Keep Them Separated, Self Esteem. That I know those two songs really well, but actually Ixnay on the Ombre, their next album was the one. 
that got me that hooked yeah. me. That was a good. Well, that's also a good. Album. It was in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like Ixnay. Yeah, it was. good. That was the one that got me. Um, Smash is my favorite by them. Yeah, all time. I, I, I'm not as familiar. I'm familiar with the hits off it. I'm not I can listen to that from front to back all the time. I can, say the I can just go like Moda. Good choice, want, Huey man. Thank you. Ixnay. We're like on the same wavelength. I, I, I agree. Chuck's out there somewhere. I know, man. You and me are right here. <laughs> we're the same age, though. <laughs> hey, that's why you need me. That's why you fucking I like. I liked how he was shaking his head at me when I was talking about punk. He was like, no. No, yeah. that's, not, that's not right, JJ. I, um, I, deliber- I, I, I kept a lot of punk off this shit. Like, I did. Let's, uh, I'm going to throw out some honorable mentions yep. real quick. Go we're going to wrap this you up. You want to do it in rapid succession? You just want to go rapid fire? No, you, I'm just going to rip off real f- fast, and then you guys can I might want to comment, though. Okay, well then I'll go slow. <laughs> okay, go slowish. I got Toadie's Possum Kingdom. That's a single though. I don't know that album. I've never heard I, the album. I've never oh. heard that album by the Toadies. That album is awesome, man. Oh, what's the what's the other song that's not Tyler? Possum King- yeah, that song is fucking awesome. I love Tyler. She pulls the covers tighter. Um, Bush, Sixteen Stone. Damn, I just wrote that one down. A oh, ago. I did too. Because when he was talking about Woodstock and uh, Gavin Rossdale, oh, yeah, the glycerine man. out in the rain just by himself. That Glycerine's was awesome. awesome. That's an. Uh, GNR, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. Wow. Yep. Good. I got a couple rap albums here. Uh, Tupac, All Eyes on Me, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style, and Dr. Dre's The Chronic. I yep. listen to those. No, that's good. A lot. That's good. Wrong with those good lightning rounds. Weezer would be the blue album. Yep. Um, you took awesome, You took Smash. Yep. That was the next one. I got Green Day, Dookie. Yep. Soundgarden, Super Unknown is another one of my top Fuck ones. yeah. Yep. Uh, you got Nine Inch Nails that you said already down on Spiral. Yep. Um, Sublime, Sublime. That's yep. another one Agreed. that was hard to not be nah. on my list. Oasis. I get it. What's Oasis. the story, Morning Glory? Yep. Did you say Oasis? I did. He did. Or he did. I just, it just that's mine. That's on my list. It just popped Sublime. I know you don't like Sublime, Chuck, but I love Sublime. I've just never been a fan. I love it. It was great. On my list, Fire. I got Notables, Foo Fighters, Color in the Shade. Oh, good one. Love that album. For front to back, me and you. I thought it was 97. It's 96. Is it 96? Blink-182, Dude Ranch, and Enema of the State. Dude Ranch is 97. Enema of the State is 98. Yeah. Rancid, and Out Come the Wolves, 95. Oh, nice. Love that song. Nice. Green Day, Dookie, yep. 94. Yep. Gotta have it. Bush, 16 Stone. And actually, here you go. So I followed Green Day, Dookie with Wallflowers, Bringing Down the Horse, Another 1996. Good one. Mm. Another good one. Oh, I love that I album. Too. I forgot I about that and, album. And it's a great album. Too. And here's, the other, here's an album that we'll never admit to liking, but we all liked it, was... Limp Biscuit, three dollar bill, y'all. We, yeah, I'll admit, I jammed I that it. album. I'll I won't admit. listen to it now, but I jammed that album. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll jam to Faith. Yeah, and yep. Counterfeit. Yep. I don't know. I've tried to listen to other songs fit. off that album, and it's hard to now. But well, I'm so Faith, Faith is still fun. Yeah, Faith yeah. is still yeah, fun. Yeah. And it most, more than likely, if you walk into a place <laughs> and you play Faith, they haven't heard it in fifteen fucking years. Yep. But yeah, it's still pretty. It's it's. I have uh, my turn. I have uh, Tool under uh, uh, Undertow. Yep. Oh yeah. So uh, no good. doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, yeah man, uh, that's a good one. Uh, live Throne Copper. Ah, oh, I forgot about that album too. Um, OK Computer, Radiohead. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, Octong Baby. U two. Oh yeah. Nice. Automatic for the people. REM. Nice. Love that album. Is and that then the uh, the, it's a Frequency Kenna. Yep. I also had Odelay. My Beck. Odelay. Ooh. Um. Let me get my list. Oh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Red Chili Peppers, man. Chili peppers. Uh, one that we didn't talk uh, would talk about, it has to be mentioned, Dangerous by Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. 
Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Black and White. I got that right? album for Christmas for um, you. I <laughs> think I had uh, some Rage Against the Machine in there. Uh, that's it. That would be Evil Empire. Evil Empire, yep. Or the other one. Yeah, their first one. Their first one, too. Wow, that was fun. That was fun going through those. I hope we don't get any copyright. God, I kind of want to talk about the honorable mentions a lot now. Those are some good we'll throw, what do you rounds. Want to, what do you want to talk about one? Pick yeah, one. Which one? Oh, Pick one you want to talk about. Throwing Copper was really good. That's a good yeah, album, you're man. right, man. That's a really good album, you know what, man. You know what the song I really liked Lightning off that album? Um, White Discussion. Was yeah, it? it's a good one. Yeah. That so was a really good trend. song. I remember watching the video. Um, were they buzzworthy as well? Yes, they were. <laughs> yes, they were. But it was for I Alone. Oh, yeah. God, that's a good song, song, too. Yep, that's a good song. Um Tragi- uh, uh, no doubt was also buzzworthy for s- uh, just a girl, not yeah. spider webs. Yeah, I like just but a for girl. just a girl. I liked uh, oh, what was the song by them? Uh, don't sleep or was it? Uh, don't speak. Don't speak. Oh yeah, yeah. don't speak. Don't That's sleep. a good song, man. Don't sleep. Don't That's a great speak. album. Hey. That's a great album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, Green Day Dookie has Dookie. Was, I'm, I should have put that on my list too. I, I always remember that because it had the uh, graffiti "Free Huey" in the background. That's, that's basket um, case. That's when I come around. That's Longview. That's yeah. yeah. All, uh, Welcome to Paradise. That's Green Day's definitive album. That's like, the one. That's yeah. the breakout. Well, yeah, their breakout. Okay, yeah, their breakout. Yeah, it is. Um, what was the one after that? Uh, uh, it's either Insomniac or Nimrod. I think it's Insomniac. Insomniac. I think it is Insomniac. Green Day was influential as well. And then uh, Rancid and Out Come the Wolves. That's uh, that's Ruby Soho. Man, I'm a little I got into that in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's still a 95 album. I know. Yeah, it's uh, Roots of Radicals, Ruby Soho, Time Bomb, Um, uh, Olympia. Olympia WA. See again, I don't list, I don't ever look at the back of the album cover. I don't know the name of any of these songs. I love it. That's a great, Olympia great WA. album. Yep. yep, it's good stuff, man. We great never album. mentioned um, "Use Your Illusion." He did. Yeah. Oh, you did? My bad. My he bad. said one, one and two. two. I didn't hear you. I'm a stupid that's person. Good stuff, man. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, I, I don't want to. That's the, I'm excited now. Yes. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. This is the first time we ever we ever did that. Uh, so uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook, uh, Bo Chewy, the Bo Chewy Podcast. Um, you can search for us on iTunes under Bo Chewy. You'll find us. Uh, make sure to rate and review us. Give us five stars. Give us two stars. Leave comments. Leave reviews. Just let us know what you think. Um, we've gotten mostly five star reviews. Totally. Yeah, Bob. We want to just give the two, but to we've got <laughs> five star reviews. <laughs> Boosh. Um, Bobby, you want to give the address to the Podbean thing? I can't remember. It, it is bochui.podbean.com. Bochui.podbean.com. Email us at bochui. U.S. At government. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at bochui at gmail.com or outlook at outlook.com. If you want to be a part of the Bochui Clubhouse for Bochewers so on weird. Facebook, we do have a community we're building. Uh, just... Uh, Try to join it. Find the Bo Chewy podcast page on Facebook. You can try to join the group there. Uh, we will, as long as you're not an asshole, we'll let you in. No problem. Leave talk. Say whatever the hell you want there. We'll we'll comment. We're good at we're good at getting back to everybody. Um, trying to just build a community there. We thank everybody who's downloaded us, who's listened to us, thank who's you. reviewed us, who's left comments, who's yes. interacted with us. We we appreciate it. Any feedback is great. Uh, 
you know, any feedback on how good we are is great. It's if you're worried about sound or some shit like that, I, we're not very good at that. So just shut the <laughs> not fuck yet. Up. Not yet. It's fine. We're getting better every day. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> excuse me. That? that sounded good. Uh, that's healthy. So, um, yep. You can also find us on Twitter at Bo Chewy. Uh, that's all we got. You so, are. Um, I'm Chuck. I'm Bob. And I'm Huey. And this has been Chuck Bowie. <laughs> I'm a stupid person.